When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm happy it's Tuesday. Toot for Tuesday, Holly. Oh, toot for Tuesday? Toot for Tuesday. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley Show. Colleen will be back with us next week. But before we uh, begin, I do want to just say, you guys should really instant pot a turkey breast more often. Because, man, turkey breast in an instant pot with a little chipotle pepper sauce, it's just real good. Just wanted to share. Okay, now let's get to the... <laughs> well, that's turkey chat. Uh, we're, we've decided to change our first segment, and I talk about what's in my lunch bag. No, what I would like to do, though, is actually kick things off with the biggest story of the day. I think all this pushback, all this conversation, all of this fall de around uh, the new Marilyn Monroe movie starring one Ana de Armas, formerly of the... Uh, a Flarmus publationship because she used to date Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. But Holly is here to clear the air about a conversation uh, being had on the internet about Marilyn Monroe in the movie Blonde and also what Marilyn Monroe's quote estate has to say about it all. Right, Holly? Right, Bradley. So this morning, the headline over at Variety, they've got an exclusive story, Bradley, about Marilyn Monroe's estate defending Ana de Armas's blonde casting amid outrage over her accent. Outrage. Can I say, I I have not investigated this outrage nor the accent. Uh, I do know that Ana de Armas, I think, is from Cuba. Yes. So it wouldn't surprise me if she has, well, I, I mean, I actually don't know if she has an accent at all. But it seems like from headlines that people were concerned that she has an accent or something. Uh, Yes. Now, there were stories. Now, this goes back a couple of years ago, almost at this point, when Ana de Armas was cast as Marilyn Monroe in this movie Blonde. She revealed uh, back in 2021 to the Times of London that she was undertaking nine months of dialect coaching and practicing and some ADR sessions. That means additional dialogue recording. That's when an actor goes into the booth and records their lines and they're overdubbed. Yeah. So she was working on it and she was forthright with the fact that, yeah, I need to do some work in order to play Marilyn Monroe. So why is this coming up now? Oh, Bradley, why is this coming out now? Well, apparently there was some uh, online beefing, about this fact, so people pulling out this old story and reiterating the fact that Ana de Armas, well, she, we don't know about her playing Marilyn Monroe because she just might not, not sound like it. But more importantly, Bradley, 
My conspiracy theory is that the estate of Marilyn Monroe wants to hype this movie and make a controversy out of nothing. Oh, here, here. I, I want to give you some sort of like oh, affirmative sound effect. Complete. Well, and the cash register is the perfect sound effect, Bradley, because the Marilyn Monroe estate has a vested financial interest in people being curious about the legacy of Marilyn Monroe. And before we get to the actual movie itself, can you please clarify for the audience who may not remember this? The Marilyn Monroe estate uh, is not like her family because also there's not really a family that I'm aware of connected to Marilyn Monroe and certainly not the estate. Any family that she did have is not connected. It's actually a business venture. This is absolutely a business venture, Bradley. And other celebrities do the same. Marilyn Monroe's estate is run by a company called Authentic Brands Group. Hmm. And we've talked about that organization before in the past concerning celebrity likenesses, estates, that this is run by a specific business. So it's not like her second cousin, Darlene, is very concerned about the way that Marilyn Monroe is going to be represented in this new movie. Well, in the the headlines I saw were the they come to the defense of uh, the film. Yes. Which is appropriate because they have a vested interest in interest around Marilyn Monroe, regardless of how it depicts Marilyn Monroe, because their interest is in the image, the rights connected to the image and brand of Marilyn Monroe. So a little controversy is actually, to your point, probably a good thing for business yeah so mark rosen the president of entertainment at authentic brands group had this to say about the movie blonde bradley get your read on this quote marilyn monroe is a singular hollywood and pop culture icon that transcends generations and history any actor that steps into that role knows that they have big shoes to fill. Based on the trailer alone, it looks like Anna was a great casting choice as she captures Marilyn gla- Marilyn's glamour, humanity, and vulnerability. We can't wait to see the film in its entirety. So they don't even know what is in this film. They have not seen the film, and they're coming to the defense of the film. Yes. Which is really just to say, hey, we're entering the chat now based on the criticism of this film because we know it's good for business. Exactly. Where's that cash register again? You got that at the ready? Thank you. Now, so it's good for business, which is why the estate has jumped in. But... I think, and I and I don't know where you want to take this conversation, but I have questions about, because the criticisms I've heard about this movie are not about Ana de Armas, her presentation, her performance, her accent. It is that this film is based on a fictional novel and therefore doesn't, you know, and, and people might have a problem with this, but it doesn't purport to be telling the true story of one Marilyn Monroe. It purports to tell, I think, a very specific period or time in her life that, again, was portrayed in a fictional narrative, a book uh, written by not Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, this isn't based on a Marilyn Monroe biography, memoirs, letters, anything that Marilyn Monroe actually left behind. Now, I don't know if research of this novel sure. Blonde uh, contained those things, but this is The blah. point is you, sh- you like you don't need to worry about historical accuracy no. if it is a fictional narrative, but tell us what you know. Okay, so the movie Blonde is based on a novel Blonde which is by Joyce Carol Oates. And it's a dramatic reimagining of the life of Marilyn Monroe. 
So this in and of itself. Okay, can you say that again, please? A what? A dramatic reimagining of the life of Marilyn Monroe. Okay. <laughs> so then when somebody shows up and says, Ana de Armas has a Cuban accent. So? So? It, like, have you seen Shakespeare before with someone that had a Cuban accent? I'm not saying Marilyn Monroe is Shakespeare. I'm saying that, you know, when people show up to perform something, they're performing a piece of work, or in this case, a piece of art. And what you're telling me is that this movie is a piece of art based on a novel, also a piece of art, that was one person's perspective about a, a period of this one person's life that they interpreted for themselves and put in their own words. Mm-hmm. And therefore, an actress took on the role in her own words, in her own, you know, like there is nothing controversial about this. No. So in in terms of the actual controversy, it seems kind of hollow. But then conspiracy theory tinfoil hat. Oh, yeah. As you said, we have the estate showing up to sort of fan the flames of this controversy insofar as they're taking a side. They're advocating for this performance that only helps build interest, A, because we're talking about it. B, now people want to have an opinion of their own and are probably going to go see this movie, or at least that's the hope that people are making. Yeah, and you can also take that a step further that you think one can make the assumption that Authentic Brands Group is hyping this movie because if they don't put out Marilyn Monroe content then where are the Marilyn Monroe fans and what good is that licensing agreement with the name Marilyn Monroe? Like Marilyn Monroe is a literal brand at this point. Oh, it's and I have to believe that the actual Marilyn Monroe, who also not named Marilyn Monroe, but also Marilyn Monroe, I believe that she would probably be mortified in the same way that like Albert Einstein would be mortified in the same way that James Dean would be mortified in the same way that Elvis would be mortified. I would hope at least uh, wherever they stand in the great hereafter looking down and going, these companies are just making millions of dollars off of, you know, my stories, my image, my life. And it's not me or, yeah. you know, maybe they probably don't really care, but it's it, to your point. It's, it's really just like a sort of factory um, product that they're selling right now. Like they're just churning out like Marilyn Monroe this and Marilyn Monroe that. And I hate for people to then show up at this film and wonder, am I going to see a an actual representation? No. Of, you know, the woman known as Marilyn Monroe. Right. You're going to see meditations on the idea of the woman Marilyn Monroe, most likely. But if you're going to watch the movie Blonde and you're expecting the true, authentic story of Marilyn Monroe, I feel like perhaps there are other movies and books that you can pay attention to that will give you that experience. Also, don't you just feel like I'm going to get real meta here? That like, like trying to understand who Marilyn Monroe really was is a fruitless venture because like that's the whole point of Marilyn Monroe and that's why she persists. That's why people... I mean... She also persists because, again, she's a brand of a major corporation that has products that are making you think about her when you probably weren't before. Uh-huh. But, you know, like when you look too closely, you probably are going to have a hard time truly understanding who Marilyn Monroe was because there's just not. It's kind of like all those people like James Dean, people who left too young. We project so much onto them because what there actually is is so so little and so few and far between. Like, yeah, they left behind a certain amount of work in terms of movies, but not like a person like, I don't know, think about like an actor who's persisted throughout, you know, and has grown old and has a huge body of work. 
they probably don't persist as long sometimes because, well, they're such a known quantity. Right. You right? Look, look at back at the golden age of Hollywood, Bradley. You're thinking about actors who were prolific into their old age. I'll use an example. Henry Fonda. He was winning Oscars in his 80s. Mm-hmm. We don't have the iconography cult of Henry Fonda yeah. as celebrated and lauded as he was. Uh, iconic performances. You can't project things onto Henry Fonda in a way that you can project things onto James Dean, Marilyn Monroe, even the even the image of Audrey Hepburn, mm. who has become another person where it's like, well, and she because she very, very uh, concretely left. Yes. Before, you know, like she was still around for a lot longer, but her body of work was uh, and her period of acting was not as, you know. Grand. Yeah. Well, people have taken the image of Holly Golightly in Breakfast at Tiffany's and have reinterpreted it in ways that I don't think people, I will make the judgment, I don't think people have bothered to watch the movie or understand the character. Yeah. And I always want to go, yeah, but, oh, okay. Yeah. We're, Do you know what we're dealing with here? Also, that movie has not aged well. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Holly, thank you so much for um, peeling back the curtain on Marilyn Monroe. I'm actually excited. I, I shouldn't say I'm excited to see this movie. I want to see it just because we have talked about it for so long. Between the publationship with Ana de Armas and Ben Affleck, between, you know, the controversies uh, that have been, you know, um, uh, created around this movie. I'm, I'm just excited. When does this actually premiere? Uh, this is going to be out, Brad, I think, in September on Netflix. September okay. 28th. I look forward to having an opinion on the movie blog. Fabulous. And when we come back, I think we're both going to have opinions about what Alexis has to share in a dirt alert right here on My Talk 1071.